town of Badger in Newfoundland and Labrador has a long and proud history of flooding, dating back to 1916. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. This storm event was the most severe in terms of depth of and inundation of water that led to immense damages to the town. When the February 15, 2003 storm kicked in the saloon doors and cleared the dance floor. This day in weather history. And the reason for the flooding came in a slightly different mechanism with respect to the rate of rise of the water levels. This was more like the occurrences of the January 27th episode of this podcast, the one I called the 1938 Honeymoon Bridge Collapse. Because just like then, in this, a massive ice blockage caused three rivers to burst their banks, sending floodwaters racing through the streets of Badger. Ice buildup was the guilty culprit in this one. Over half the town of Badger was underwater. The large chunks of ice came in and smashed through windows and doors of some buildings. As a result, a state of emergency was immediately declared and the entire town was evacuated. The rapidly rising water from the ice-jammed rivers forced about 1,200 people to flee their homes. Then the storm really set in. High winds, blowing snow, freezing temperatures, they all set in and literally entombed this town in ice. Aerial footage that was used to survey the town's damage showed that much of the community was swamped by frigid floodwaters backed up and flooding the exploits, Red Indian and Badger Rivers. And as these three rivers overflowed their banks, people woke up the next morning in homes that were now flooded and their cars submerged and frozen to the ground. And then, the next day after that, it was declared that the town's water supply was contaminated because the sewer system had failed. This was now in a downward spiral that had no signs of easing. On top of that, and remembering that it is freezing cold out, the power had to be cut off to many flooded homes, meaning that now there was no heat. Therefore, all the water inside had nowhere to go but to just sit there and left to freeze solid. And that is exactly what it did. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event, from when it happened, in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Now, this is where the Red Cross came in to help. You'll remember I honored the Red Cross on this podcast in a special episode back on December 10th. And if you missed that, I invite you to go back and check that one out. On February 15th of 2003, the Red Cross was immediately called into action to provide for the needs of over 1,000 displaced people, many who escaped with only the clothing on their backs in the ice cold of winter. Of those seeking aid, most fled to one of two temporary shelters in nearby Grand Falls, Windsor. The Red Cross was able to ensure that essential relief services were provided to all affected families. But it wasn't easy. It took a team effort of many working in collaboration with each other. We had the Department of Human Resources and Employment, along with the Salvation Army, both assisting the Red Cross, who had registered the evacuees and provided much-needed food, clothing, and personal care items. 
People in the shelters, along with evacuees staying elsewhere, were provided cash vouchers to purchase the items they may need at local stores. But their job, the Red Cross, was still not done. They also responded to hundreds of inquiries from family and friends across Canada wanting information about their loved ones from Badger. Because that's what the Red Cross does. And that's how our story ends for this day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is February the 16th and we are covering another record-breaking snowfall. This time it's the home of the Senators. Not those Senators. I mean, it could be, but uh, you see, oh, anyway, I'm talking about Ottawa. (laughs) This city gets belted with snow a lot, so for a record breaker to occur, it means that this one was probably really bad. With me, your host, Chris May.